It's the Potato Bowl. In the blue corner, it's the Matanzas Pirates. In the green corner, it's the FPC Bulldogs. Who will be crowned football champions of Flagler County? Find out next, right here on your home for Flagler County sports. News Talk 94.9 WNZF. From the ship in Palm Coast, Florida, it is the Blackfoot County High School football. The back for Flagler County football supremacy. The Matanzas Pirates have to say it again. Enough said. Both teams enter tonight's action off with big wins, and both teams, well, they have high hopes for the season. Rich Carroll along with Mike Weishio. What's up, Mike? Oh, it's the best day of the year. 15th everywhere. It's the 15th of September. It's the 15th Potato Bowl. It's my 15th year on the radio. It's also Tropical Depression 15 in the Atlantic. (laughs) More 15s than a Taylor Swift song. Oh, my goodness. As you can tell, crowd is going absolutely bonkers. What an atmosphere. What an oh, yeah. It's packed on both sides of the stadium. And really, this is probably the most evenly matched both teams have been since 2016 when Matanzas was able to outlast FPC for their second straight win. We got team captains getting ready to uh, participate in the coin flip. The FPC Bulldogs, they got a white out, white football jerseys, white football pants, the green helmet, and the Matanzas Pirates with the blackout, black jerseys, black pants, and black helmets. And that's why I'm wearing red. Some of us didn't choose the side, Rich. How dare you, Mike? <laughs> you are wearing red. It's true. So a lot of captains for the Pirates, Zachary O'Gwin from left to right, Zachary O'Gwin, Daquan Evans, Jordan Mills, Ahmad Louis Charles. Michael McGuire, Daniel DeFalco, Landon Grover, Seth, Seth Clark, Aiden Try, Zach Fury, Andre Andrews, and Shamari Gaines, who was a game time position. position. And in the middle is Cole Hash. Cole Hash. Wow, wow. So many great players on both of these teams. We've seen a lot of success from these two teams. Mainly last week for the FPC Bulldogs, we were there as they took on Bishop Moore and defeated them and the Matanzas Pirates. Two wins so far this this season, their best start in quite some time. So uh, maybe one of the more highly anticipated matchups in recent memory. I would say, like I said, since the 2016 Potato Bowl, this is probably the best matchup between the two schools that we've seen in a while. Trying to get a look, see who the captains are. It's Ethan LaPeppa, Colby Cronk, Marcus Mitchell, and Charlie Perry were the captains for FPC. FPC is one that falls. Three C. FPC has elected to receive, Mike. I would agree with that. One of my keys to the game is going to be talking just about that. Getting ready here for the dramatic entrances from both teams. Waiting for the roar. 
from the crowd here at the ship. But guess what? I mean, those visiting bleachers are packed, and you also got the dramatic. I don't know if you can make this at home. Bulldog County. No, this is football county. That's right. Mike, you already coined it football county. Right. But... <laughs> oh, you see what it says at the bottom? It says sink that ship. And here come the pirates. Here come the pirates. Yeah, the Potato Bowl 2023. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, my. And here come the FPC Bulldogs to their sideline, visitor side. So let's go through the keys to the game real quick. For Matanzas, they've got to start fast, make it attract me. Make Kaden Gonzalez prove that he can win the game with his arm by making FPC play uphill. Attack the secondary for Matanzas. They're a very young secondary at FPC. Matanzas has a senior-laden receiving core. And finally for Matanzas, get FPC off schedule. Make it third and key. Make it second and long. Make Kaden Gonzalez. Test them and keep that elephant formation off the field. For FPC, Mitchell and Ajede are going to be important to slow the game down. And Matanzas is small up front on the offensive line. Use that defensive line to win the battle in the trenches. And finally, and I think this is the key to the entire game, get cronked up. Does <laughs> Matanzas have an answer for Colby Cronk? Well, two superstars that play both sides of the ball. You got Cole Hash with the Pirates and Cronk, a new addition, that offensive set that you talked about, the elephant formation for short yardage situations. Very successful last week. Who will be the bigger factor in this game, Cole Hash or Colby Cronk? We're going to find out. Landon Grover's going to tee off, and Landon's had a great start to his year. Three field goals, leads the area. 54-yard field goal, the longest anyone's hit Flagler Revolution County this year. We are moments away from kickoff for the 15th Potato Bowl here in Flagler County. Pack to the kills here at the ship. And we are underway. Short kick, kind of a scoop kick that goes out of bounds. And that's going to be a penalty. So the way kickoff uh, out of bounds works is it's beyond the 35. The ball is spotted at the 35. If it's not, then it's five yards from the spot where it went out of bounds. So I believe this will be spotted at the 41-yard line for FPC. So great starting position for the FPC Bulldogs. We got our look at Caden Gonzalez in the offense for the first time this week. And they were a very successful group last week. Gonzalez was 8 for 15. Had... Uh, had 120 yards, four for six in the second half. Really was made the throws they needed him to make. He's not going to be expected to throw the ball a whole bunch tonight, but they need him to be efficient when he does. He starts with Marcus Mitchell in the backfield. It's like four wide receivers. Not sure what the issue is spotting the ball. So... Officials not sure where to spot it. They're going to spot it, at, spot it at the 44. So they ruled it went out at the 39, and then it's a five-yard penalty. Looks like it went out more towards the 36, but Bulldogs will take it for short. First and 10 from their own 44-yard line, and here we go. This is the one we've been waiting for. Week four for the Potato Bowl. FPC 1-1, one and one, but Tansas 2-0. and oh. Hayden Gonzalez in the shotgun. Showing blitz of the Pirates. They bring it up the middle. Wide receiver. It's a running back screen to Mitchell. Shakes off a tackler. 
and gets a gain of about 10 yards. Nice, powerful screen to Mitchell to start the game for the for the FPC Bulldogs. That gets 11 yards, and it's a nice, easy throw to get Kaden Gonzalez in the, in the rhythm of the game early. So right away, one play, and the Bulldogs are in Matanzas Pirate territory. Bull at the Matanzas Pirate 45-yard line. Shamari in game was a game-time decision. He is in the game. Pick up a three on the play. Makes it second and seven. Under Andrews on the Some short throws. So got the Bulldog started. Kaden Gonzalez in the shotgun takes the snap low, hands it off to Mitchell up the middle. Mitchell only carries stopped at the line of scrimmage. That was great limitation. Fixing that time by the Iron Bucks. Where the ball off the line, I think we're down territory. Hayden Gonzalez in the shotgun. Three wide receivers. Takes the snap. It's slow again. Fakes the handoff. Rolls left. Throws incomplete. And that's going to force a fourth down. Here comes Chase Hunting. Three down between two receivers. Luckily, it was over the first receiver because that would have been the easy pick for Shamari and Gaines. Jordan Mills back deep. He was the player of the game in week two against Tokoy. He'll be punting from, and it bounces to him. Nice job fielding it. And it takes an FPC bounce at the 20 inside the five, and he did make contact with the end zone. That should be a touchback. FPC punt is down inside the five. They're going to take on the play. They are going to mark it inside the five. So for now, a 40-yard punt, a great punt by Chase McGee. So it's running into the kicker, and it's an FPC first down. A second penalty of the night for Matanzas gives FPC life. So the Pirates defense back on the field after they mark off the 15-yard penalty. Get a first look at the Matanzas Pirates. So Bulldogs have first to 10 at 20 at the 28 after the penalty. So that's a huge penalty against the Pirates. There was a personal foul against Matanzas on the punt. We have 15 yard penalty. FBC will keep the ball first. Gives, and gives the Bulldogs a second life here on this first drive. Look for Mikhail's nice and confirmed shot here. 
Actually, no. It's a mixture. Off the left side. Full hash on the stop. It's up Second down and six. Gonzalez takes a snap. Mitchell off the left side again. Breaks a tackle. He has a lot of green in front of him. Inside the 10 to the goal line. He's going to be down inside the five. Stiff arm on Jaden Sow by that time by Marcus Mitchell. Huge run for Micah, Marcus Mitchell there. Looks like they're going to put this at the four. It's 3 to 20. And it's Mitchell again off the left side, and it's a touchdown. Touchdown Bulldogs. Marcus Mitchell gets the scoring started here from the ship. And a costly personal foul by FBC, and the Bulldogs take advantage of it. Mitchell four carries, 20 yards in that spot. And obviously the crowd here not happy about it. Well, <laughs> there's not an empty seat in the house tonight. And there's still people lined up trying to get in all down the Tansy Swiss Parkway. Six nothing pending the extra point. It's on its Thank way. And it is good. 918 to go in the first quarter. Bulldogs lead 7 nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Flagler County High School Football on News Radio WNCF and the Flagler Radio. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Benel Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Benel. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Benel Auto Supply. Bay Street Banel. Back here at the ship. Off the power of a Pirates penalty and some Marcus Mitchell running. The Bulldogs, they have a 7-0 lead in this one. And now the Pirates have to answer. BC set to kick it off. It's on its way. Low line drive kick. Bounces at the 10 and rolls out of bounds. That's another penalty. Either team wants to take a chance with these returners. So that one's marked out after the 13. It'll be moved to the 35. First and ten for the Pirates. They start on offense down seven nothing, and they're going to start after the penalty. 
from their own 35-yard line. Daquan Evans in the shotgun. Three wide receivers to the right and a bunch. Looks that way, sets up the screen. It's complete across the 40, up to the 45, and a first down. That's Nicholas Nelson. Excuse me. That's Andre Andrews on the reception. Hits up 10. See the same thing here. Just trying to get the quarterback and get First. Yeah, good play to get started there. Screen. Takes a snap, rolls right against Andrews. This time he throws low and out of bounds. And it's going to be incomplete. Second down. We'll see if the Pirates can establish the run here with Michael McGuire. Evans in the shotgun, takes the snap, back to pass, steps up in the pocket, and he's going to be sacked by who? You guessed it, Toby Cron. Well, I said Toby Cron was going to make an impact on his career, and he wasted no time in his third sack of the season. Sure did. You were all over that one, Mike. Got to hit the free throws. <laughs> Back to pass. Evans throws to the left. And a little miscommunication that time. Receiver was not looking for the football. So, Pirates go fleeing out down 7 nothing. Well, I take that back. They picked up a first down, but Kobe Cop disrupts that series. Landon Grover into punt it away. That's now both teams playing back, which is normally enough to see some. Nice punt. Fair catch at the 25-yard line by Cody Newman, and that's where the Bulldogs will take over when we come back in 30 seconds. You're watching... And listening to Flagler County High School Football, News Radio WNCF, and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of Eat, Drink, Play, and Watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Back here at the ship. Pirates blitz right up the middle. Mitchell gets to the outside for about a yard. Tripped up by James Sal. Gain of two on Second down and eight. I think this is going to be the Bulldogs' game plan tonight. Is a heavy dose of Marcus Mitchell. 
We're four minutes into the game, and he's already gotten five carries. Shotgun for Caden Gonzalez. Again, showing blitz up the middle. They bring it. Looks like the Pirates may have jumped that time. Pirates have been a little sloppy tonight. That's their third penalty. Ready. Well, sorry, it's FBC. I swear I'm going to put it He did that because he was strong on the side of There you go. Second bulldog penalty. Here I go, jump into the conclusion, Rich. Yeah. Be careful, Mike. Pistol formation. Two wide receivers and a bunch to the right. One to the left. Mitchell in the backfield with Gonzalez. FPC, 7-0 lead. Hand off to Mitchell. And he's going to be dragged down in the backfield. Mitchell is taking down to the play. And we've seen this fire defense play tough both games this season. And they have the Bulldogs backed up deep. It's going to bring up a third and long for the Bulldogs. Gonzalez has four wide receivers. Again, blitzing up the middle. It's Cole Hash. Gets there immediately. And the screen is incomplete. That'll force another one. That's intended for Zyzen. Nick Bulldog had the right play dialed up that time, but Gonzalez had to get rid of the ball a little earlier than he would have liked to. And now, for the second time tonight, the Bulldogs are out to punt. We'll see if this one sticks. Chase McGee on the punted inside his 10, and he kicks it away, rugby style. And it floats, takes a big FPC bounce from the 45 all the way back to the 35-yard line. 43-yard And that's where Matanzas will take over when we come back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this exciting show this weekend, the Orange County Republican Executive Club and how they're fighting for our community, our counties, our state, and our country. Our kids' future, it's at stake here. This weekend, brought to you by Shimento Law, Live Workshop Play. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Back here at the ship, first down for the Pirates from their own 35. And it's a fumble, and Colby Cronk falls on it, and the Bulldogs will take over at the 31. I could put a big circle around my keys in the game here. <laughs> so far, a, yep, a big sack. I mean, we can even hold it up to the tap. <laughs> there you go, there it is. You can see that. Yeah, around. get cronked up, circled there. <laughs> My goodness, what an impact early in this game from Colby Cronk. Quarterback sat, fumble recovery. Bulldogs are set up, 7-0 lead, and they got the, the ball at the Pirate 31. So it looks like we're going to have timeout for a water break. We're going to get a timeout on the field for a water break, and we'll take it with them. 
We'll be back in 30 seconds. Bulldogs have a 7 nothing lead. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on WNZF. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. Back here at the ship. Bulldogs lead 7-0. They got a first down and 10 from the Pirate 31-yard line. And the Pirates blitzing a lot early here. Sneaking through the attack is Marcus Mitchell for about a three-yard lead. They're going to sell out on Marcus Mitchell. They trust that their corners on the outside, Weston Spindle and Andre Andrews, along with Shamari and Gaines at safety, are going to be able to handle these receivers one-on-one. Gonzalez in the shotgun, takes the low snap, fakes the pass, and he is dragged down. What a sack by Jordan Mills. And there's a flag off to the play. Oh, I don't like this. I think they know what they're going to call, but we'll see. I think they're going to call a face mask. He grabbed him in the jerseys. He grabbed him by the jersey. Yeah, it looked like it was a jersey. It didn't look like a face mask. So we'll see. I think it looks like based on the discussion that they're going to wave this off. And that's the right call by the officials. I'm not sure where the person marking the book counts is going. So a loss of five on the play. Gonzalez in the shotgun, takes snap, and off to Mitchell up the middle. We'll get about two on the play, close to the original line of scrimmage. So obviously it's fourth and territory. So they were hoping that maybe Mitchell could make it fourth and short. He gained about two on the play. We'll see what they do here on fourth and up. Check that. That's right. There was a penalty. It's, there was no penalty. It's third and eleven. Oh, now they put fourth on. Yeah, fourth down. Fourth down and eleven. Three wide receivers to the left. One to the right. Gonzalez in the shotgun takes the snap. Straight drop back. Looking left. Throws to the sideline, and it's complete. To Newman makes a move to the inside. Now back to the outside. And he's pushed out of bounds. I think he's going to be just short. It's very close. Well, it's hard to tell from my... It looks like he... I think he's... They're going to give it to him. Yep. Needed the 20. They needed the... Well, he got the first down. 13-yard <laughs> gain on 4th and 12. Amazing. Bulldogs have taken advantage... So far of opportunities. Hand off again to Mitchell up the middle. A lot of daylight makes a move to the inside to the goal line. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Marcus Mitchell again. 
It looks like there's a flag down at the twenty, but I don't know. Not getting much of a reaction to the flag. Do you see it though? Right by the twenty yard line where the sticks are? Can't see it now, but it's there. I wonder if it just fell out of the official's pocket. That may be the case. Because nobody's running back like it was. So, a 21-yard touchdown for Marcus Mitchell, his second of the night. 51 yards rushing on six carries through just seven minutes and 51 seconds. Bulldogs all over the Pirates early. Daniel Fish said... And there's a penalty. Daniel Fish said his team had a lot to prove and wanted to silence the haters. So that is the third pirate penalty tonight. Want to say hello to my friend, FPC girls soccer JV coach, Kat Rath, who is unable to be here tonight. Wish you a speedy recovery. She also wanted me to wish Mr. Von Thon, an IB history teacher at FPC, a happy birthday. All right, happy birthday. 13-0, Bulldogs pending the extra point by Chase McGee. This pirate crowd doesn't sound like they're down two touchdowns. They're still believing. 14 nothing Bulldogs. 409 to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Back here at the ship. Nightmare beginning for the Matanzas Pirates. They're down 14-0 late in the first quarter. There's still traffic coming off of Matanzas Woods Parkway trying to get into this game. So hello to you all listening on the radio. We appreciate it. Yeah, long line of cars. I'm assuming they're not watching the car. <laughs> I hope not, but they are listening on the radio. McGee kicks it away, and it'll be fielded at the 15. Nice move across the 30, up to the 35. Some heroes this year has been Andre Andrews. You expected to hear names like Shannara Games and Jordan Mills and Cole Hash and Daniel DeFalco. And those were guys you were expecting to be names you'd say a lot this year. But Andre Andrews has played some good football here in the early going. He sure has, and that's a great job on the kickoff return by Andrews, giving the Pirates a shot at great field position. They're going to start this drive at the 37-yard line. Yeah, 
Evans in the shotgun, two wide receivers to the left, two running backs in the backfield. Paul Hash gets in. He's got some room to the outside across the 50. Inside the 45, dragging tacklers to the 41-yard line. Big run by Cole Hash. Into Bulldog territory, about 20 yards. And when you need a spark on offense, go to number four. You sure do. Three wide receivers this time. Full hash still out there in the backfield. Along with McGuire. McGuire gets the football this time. And Daquan Evans comes up limping after the play. McGuire was stopped right at the line of scrimmage. McGuire on the carry. Three ahead. So two carries, no yards for okay. McGuire. So district play has begun for Matanzas. Or at least the other four teams, Clay and Gainesville are matching up tonight. St. Augustine and Menendez are matching up. Games with district impact for the Pirates. St. Augustine 7-6 over Menendez early. Yellow Jackets on upset alert. Evans in the shotgun. He's still got Cole Hash out there. Evans rolls to his right, throws to the sideline, bounces it to Andrews incomplete. And, and it's third long again. Looked like he was moving all right going that play. Yeah, he was limping around after the previous play, but looked all right rolling out to his right that time, just an underthrow. So St. Augustine Menendez can expect a running clock game. St. Augustine starting quarterback Locke Hewlett, who threw for 366 last Saturday, is out of the game. So that's a game to watch right now. Evans, now he hands it off, misdirection to Cole Hash. Hash is going to be brought down after about a gain of two, and that's going to set up a fourth down and eight from the FPC 40. Now, I think it's a crosswind, and it would have been about 56 or 57 for Grover, so he's not going to come out here. They're trying to draw him off, maybe, Rich. Yeah, that's a long field goal. If I'm the Pirates here, you probably go for it. Evans in the shotgun. Bulldogs almost jumped. Pirates looking for the flag, and they don't get it. Well, got another, another sentence. It's another paragraph in the book, Rich. <laughs> Yeah, now we get a stoppage in play, and they will punt it as they take a delay of game penalty. I mentioned Mr. Von Vaughn earlier. He's a friend, even though he's an Islander fan. <laughs> So, Landon Grover going to try and pin the Bulldogs deep. And I think this is a drive where you have to get a stop. It's very, very early in the game. 14 nothing with 2.05 to go in the first. But you can't get down three scores early because that's just going to play into the Bulldogs' hands. And they're going to pin Colby, ear, Colby Cronk's ears back, cut him loose, and then they're just going to pound Marcus Mitchell down all night. Robbie Daly back to receive the kick, and he will let it bounce at the 15, and 
Rolls dead at the 16. Grover does his job there, though. Pins it inside the 20. And that's where the Bulldogs will take over. Up 14-0 with two minutes to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on WNCF. Hey, it's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. Have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. Back here at the ship, Arcus Mitchell gets about two on first down, so second down and eight for the Bulldogs. They have the ball at their own 19. I'm feeling the Shadings. JD gets the ball, and he doesn't do much better. Maybe another yard there. Set up a third and seven. The, the line on the Tansy Switch Parkway is finally starting to slow down as we check the flag. That's going to be the Bulldogs. Third Bulldog penalty tonight. 68 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Bulldogs lead 14-0. Beautiful 77 degrees out there. Fall is almost here, Rich. Feels like it is tonight. So second down and very long for the Bulldogs, all the way back to their 10-yard line. Three wide receivers and a bunch to Gonzalez's right. Hash with the blitz right up the middle. There's a fumble on the pitch. And it looks like Marcus Mitchell was fortunate enough to fall on it. So that was, there was a little confusion there. I don't know if FPC thought the ball had been, the um, ready had been whistled. Because it looked like there was some confusion on the snap. Yeah, there was some serious confusion there. And then to add to that confusion, you have Cole Hash on the blitz disrupting the entire play. And. That led to the fumble, and the Bulldogs very fortunate that time. Third and 19 from the seven. Same formation. 28 seconds left. Gonzalez sets up the screen to Newton. He makes the catch, has some room out there, and he's going to be taken down at the original line of scrimmage and set up a fourth down and 10 and a punt from Chase McGee. Gonzalez, four for six from 38 yards. That's Newton's second catch of the game. He's been efficient, but they haven't tried to press these corners down the field yet. And that's the end of the first quarter. That is the end of the first quarter. Bulldogs lead 14 nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network. And the Flagler Radio app.
So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Getting ready to start the second quarter. Misty Bulldogs lead the Matanzas Pirates 14-0. Stepping up to the microphone with the play-by-play, Mike Licio. And Tony Timer is participant left-facing pitcher in a burrito eating contest. And Tony's struggling right now. Oh, wait, there's a football game going on. <laughs> Although you can't see it anywhere. I think Cody just did this for a free burrito. <laughs> Shouldn't it be a potato eating contest? I'm going to leave that alone. Chase McGee back to the DePaul. Hockey stop. And it's out of the back of the end zone. It's a safe end. The Pirates are on the board. Do you think that the poorly timed burrito eating contest had something to do with the bad snap? Absolutely. <laughs> So it's 14 to 2. Wow. I put that one on the official stuff. I really do because you don't start playing knowing that there's something going on. I mean, you can issue Matanzas a sideline warning on that. That might have been the right thing to do there. But unsurprisingly, the officials were oblivious. So there'll be a free kick from the 20 as the Pirates now trail 14 to 2. That was crazy. (laughs) Insane in the membrane. Like I said, the right thing to do there would be for the officials to stop play and then issue a sideline warning to Matanzas because they have a one-minute break between quarters, and after that they're supposed to resume play, and that would be technically a delay by the Pirates. 14 nothing, Bulldogs, 14-2. That counts as two points of safety. 14-2, and the Pirates get the ball back. McGee, excuse me, McGee kicking deep. Looks like Andrews and Mills back there. As the Pirates shine in the ship, rocks. Line drive, end over and kick. Andrews, no, Mills feels it at the 25. He's across the 40. He's still on his knees across midfield. Still going inside the 45-yard line. And the flag comes out late. Yeah, it's an interesting spot for that flag as well. That is a 35-yard return by Mills. We'll check the flag. Checked out about 30. It looks like he stepped out before he got tackled. Wonder if that's what they're calling is a hit out of bounds, which is a tough call because it's hard to see that on that sideline, but they're a lot closer than we are. I feel like this is the Gary Keith Rob game. <laughs> Back to the action on the field. 
Be back here next week for homecoming. It's Kansas and Atlanta. We've got the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Play Halftime Show coming up with a couple of big-time interviews. A block back against the Kings. So the Pirates, a great field position off the free kick. Fourth FPC penalty of the night. So some big-time guests, huh, Mike, at halftime? You've got oh, yes. Potato Bowl legends. 15th annual Potato Bowl. And I decided to get two of the greatest. Marcel Williams, in my opinion, the greatest football player Flatland County has had in my 14 years here. And on the other side, Mackenzie Wagner, the only quarterback to beat FPC. Evans in the shotgun. Takes a snap, rolling right. Pass with the lead block. He cuts through a hole and down to about the 36. Did the ball come out? I don't believe it did. That was a design run all the way. Evans was not thinking about passing that ball for one second, and he hit that hole hard, and he actually broke one tackle about six yards on the play. Second and short from the 35-yard line. McGuire in the backfield. Passes the up back. It's a keeper for Evans. Bounces it outside, turns upfield. He's going to be close to the first down. We'll check the spot, but I think he got it. Yeah, another hard run that time from Daquan Evans and trying something a little different this time. The Pirates just letting letting the quarterback try to make some plays with his legs. Time 55 to go in the second quarter. 14 to 2. Bulldogs leading. Patanza striving. They have first and 10 at the 30. Hash in the backfield with Evans. The up man is McGuire. DeFalco and Andrews to the left. That is where Evans is running. Turns up the field inside the 25, inside the 25. Pirate first down. Well, that's three in a row. Basically the same play. You got the quarterback, Daquan Evans, trying to get to the outside, and he's done it each time here on this drive. Three carries on the drive. There's one hurts. It's been the Daquan Evans show with his legs on this drive so far. Falco and Andrews to the left. Powell to the right. Evans in the backfield with Hash and McGuire. First and 10 from the 19. Dogs in press coverage as the running backs are in motion. Takes a snap. Misdirection to Hash. He's through the hole. He's going to get forward for about three. It'll be second and seven. So the Pirates heavy on the running game here with their stars. You got Evans with three big runs in a row. They give Hash a chance that time. I think you needed to stabilize. Get your defense off the field for a little bit. Get some rhythm going on offense. Feel some success. Get the crowd into it a little bit. Second and seven. Evans going off the left side. Tip tight off to the sideline. Running to the over. Aiden Peterson over there. He's close to a first down. And now we got flags on the field as a little bit of extracurricular activity between the teams there. And a, a bit disappointing if this is against the Pirates because you don't want to stall this drive on penalties. And they mark him out at the 13. So as of right now, before the penalty, it's third and four. 
That is a killer against the Pirates. I would figure this is against both teams, but it's it would appear to be. And it's just yeah. penalty against and the Pirates. March them back, take away another big run from Daquan Evans, and that's a drive killer right there. So it was a seven-yard run by Evans, and that's taken away with a 15-yard penalty. So it's third. Instead of third and four, it's third and 19. Evans rolling right. Steps up, fires over the middle. Let's and that's Daniel DeFalco against his old team. That's got to feel good. Oh, yeah, and a great job by Daquan Evans. He was able to settle right into the pocket. He was patient. Wait, there's a flag on the field. No way. You got to be kidding me. Wow. Wow. What was the penalty? This is what, you know, it's hard to say anything about the penalty when I don't, I'm not sure what was called. But, man, the officials have made their presence so known. So now it's down to the 37. Man, the officials. Third and 28. Making a difference in this game on this drive. Third and 28. Pirates have already... 47 penalty yards. Doesn't take away from the great play by Evans and DeFalco. Well, I guess it does. Well, actually, here comes Croc. He gets rid of it. <laughs> yeah, he'll be short. They're well in field goal range. Not sure how Coach Forrest will address it here, but two big-time passes by Daquan Evans, and it's been the Daquan Evans show. Had a touchdown pass to Del Falco, pulled back. Big run pulled back, and they are going to go for it. Fourth down, hash in the backfield with Evans. And Daniel Fish wants to talk about it. We'll talk about it, too, in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flavio County High School Football on the WXN Sports Network, the Flavio Radio app. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. Money! Out of the timeout, 8.57 to go in the second quarter. FPC leads 14-2. Pirates have fourth and one at the 10-yard line. Powell trots out to the left. Nathalco in the slot to the left. Andrews to the left. Powell's to the right. McGuire Ash to the backfield with Evans. Evans calling it out. Give to Hash. He runs into a pile, and I don't think he made it, Rich. 
No, he's going to be well short. Great job by the FPC Bulldogs to stuff Hash right at the line of scrimmage. And this drive that had so much promise for the Pirates, they had taken back momentum in this game off the safety. And uh, that's a lot of that momentum taken back by a, a couple of penalties, a holding goal on a touchdown pass and a personal foul inside the 10-yard the line. And that really derailed that drive. What do you think? I'll give you my opinion exactly, but what do you think? Do you take the points there? Um, i probably go for it as well because you want to capitalize on that momentum. I completely agree. And you also feel a little frustrated on a couple of penalties there, and, and, and you want to make up for it. just didn't work out. Jaden Gonzalez has gone all the way at quarterback, four for six, 38 yards. He's got Mitchell in the backfield with him. Newton to the right, heel to the left. Two tight ends set. It's a give to Mitchell. Bounces it outside. He's got a run. He's across the 40. Down the midfield. Dragging Jordan Mills down to the 45. 46 yard line. Boy, Marcus Mitchell is having a huge game. A huge game. It carries 92 yards for Mitchell in the game. It's first and 10 with the 46. You thought he was dead in the backfield. All of a sudden, he pops out the left side. Then he cuts back inside, gets all that yardage into Pirate territory. We've got a bunch of Gales, Isaac, and Newton to the right. Heel by himself to the left. Ajene in the backfield with Gonzalez on first and 10 at the 46. And there's a whistle. Flag on the flag. Definitely not going the way the Pirates had envisioned this first half to go, 8.26 to go in the first half. Bulldogs lead 14-2. Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play Halftime Show coming up. A couple of interviews with Potato Bowl legends and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. First half. Well, they didn't mark off the puts yet. Wait a minute, they didn't mark off the penalty. They still have the ball at the Matanzas. Now they're now they realize that they're gonna march it back into Bulldog territory. Ball will be placed at the Bulldog 49. Hey what? No. All I'm saying, I've already said too much. They caught it just in time. A Jenny in the backfield with Gonzalez. Ball is up! And it's a turnover. Another turnover. So a bit of a sloppy first half here, which has mostly benefited the Bulldogs with a 14-2 lead and 7.45 to go in the half. Another opportunity here for the Pirates. Luquan Evans, 2 of 5, 37 yards at quarterback. He showed a lot in the last drive. 23 yards rushing on the game. Two receivers to either side. Bulldogs in fresh coverage as he rolls out. Fires, and it's short. 
Yeah, can I just do that right at the feet of the receiver? Was looking for Jeffrey Powell there. And a second and ten at midfield. He's been so accurate on the downfield passes, but he's been missing them short. That was an example of that. Spindle and Andrews to the left. Powell with the foul throw to the right. Evans in the shotgun with the wire. <laughs> I don't think he answered the neutral zone there. Yeah, he looks safe there. I'm looking right down the 50-yard line as Evans looks to the sideline. 740 to go in the second as McGuire motions slowly. Evans takes a snap, looking for some room to run. Dives across the midfield stripe. He can be a yard. Great third or nine. Trying to use Evans on the quarterback sneak again. Some success on the last drive with that. This time there was nothing there. Five carries, 21, 29 yards in the last two series. Evans. Cash out there on third down. Falco and Powell to the right. Andrews and Spindle to the left. Cash in the backfield. We take on Evans on third and nine. Back to throw. Colby Crown coming. Steps up, fires behind Spindle, incomplete. Yeah, and he had him. Spindle was open over the middle, just threw it behind him. If he leads him, that's going to be a first down and more. Clock stops at 7.02 to go in the second quarter. FPC leads 14-2. They're about to get the ball back. Dale will back deep to receive his Landon Grover punt. Evans now two for seven in the game. Now we're ready. Grover standing back at about his 38. Good stat. And over on kick, takes a bounce, and bounces out of bounds, and after 25. Hold on. The pirate people are not happy as they feel like it was called most. Hold on to take over at their own 25. Six minutes before to go in the second quarter. Yeah, it's been a stuff, a really tough start here for the Pirates. You thought they were going to get back into it after the safety. They moved the ball right down to the goal line in a couple penalties. Really, really uh, messed them up on that drive and still 14-2 here. Newton, Neal, and Caliendo in a bunch to the left. Size it to the right. Looks in the backfield with Gonzalez. Takes a snap. Gives it to Mitchell. Bouncing outside. Pushing the pile forward. Picks up about four on the ball. Boy, he's shifty. It's not just great power running from Marcus Mitchell. It's also footwork. He, you know, he was patient behind the line of scrimmage. Saw where the hole opened up. and was able to shift left and... Find the hole. Second and six. Caliendo moved to the left along with Neal. Dies it to the right. Gonzalez the shotgun with Mitchell. Mitchell's play action. Fired out wide open is Neal. He's close to the first down. Might be getting it back. Put the ball on the ground. They're going to say he was down. He was down. He went backwards there. He had the first down, but I think. He went backwards enough where it's going to be a third and short here. 
Second catch of the game for Neil. Of course. Yep, third and short. Under six minutes to go here in the first half, 14-2. Bulldogs. Two tight ends in this time for FPC. Caliendo and Doolin. Ties it to the left. Ties it to the right, Neil to the left. Pitch into the back feet. Third and one from the 34-yard line. Takes a snap, gives to Mitchell. Pushing the pile forward, breaks free. And he's going to pick up about six. It's been fast moving first half here. Mitchell now over 100 yards for the game. And there's going to be a timeout for a water break. We'll take it with you. Back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNTF Sports Network and Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Sure, at 5.36 to go in the first half. It's the Sports Bulldogs at first and 10 with their own 4-1. Out of the timeout. Mike Lucio, Rich Carroll here with you on a jam-packed pirate ship. Yeah, and we apologize for the uh, technical difficulty on the field, Mike. Here, it might sound like nobody's here, but uh, believe us, the crowd is going crazy. Low snap, give to Mitchell. And he's through the hole. He dragged Zach O'Quinn with him for a couple. Try to have that figured out for you by next week. So second and eight up to 43. 5.18 to go. The clock continues to run. We've got a bunch to the right. That's Isaac, Newton, and Caliendo. Neil to the left. Ajene in the backfield with Gonzalez. Now he's moving the guys in. Pirate show blitz, back to throw Gonzalez, rolling to his left, taking up, taking off upfield. He gets to about the 46. This time, Caden Gonzalez making a play with his legs. Sets up a third and manageable for the Bulldogs. 454 to clock stops, it's third and five, and there's a sideline one, I believe, against the chances. Boy, oh, boy, the Pirates are going to think about what could have been in this first half if it wasn't for a couple of penalties on a big drive. Penalties were a problem against Tokoy. They had double-digit penalties in that game. So this is a warning, I believe, if it's a sideline warning. If it's an unsportsmanlike conduct, it's a 15-yard penalty. And it is a sideline warning, so... So, like the sideline, you have a sideline infraction. That means that players are either too close to the field, coaches are drawing, whatever it is. You get a warning, and next time it's a five-yard penalty. So, no harm there. It's third and five. Zizek, Caliendo, and Newton to the right. Neil to the left. Jada in the backfield with Gonzalez. Pirate show blitz. Gonzalez checks the sideline. The ball is at the Bulldogs' own 46. 
Aiden takes the snap. It's a gift to Ashani. Bounces outside. Throws to the first down. Spins, and he got it. And he's going to be run out of bounds inside the 45. But not before the Bulldogs continue to strive with a nine-yard run by Ashani. That has been the difference in this game. That Bulldog running game has been unstoppable. Bulldogs as a team, 120 yards rushing on just 17 carries. 4.48 to go in the first quarter. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Gonzalez in the backfield, Mitchell back in the game. He's play action, fired over the middle, completes Newton. He's spotting his way away from tackles. There's a flag downfield. Newton is tackled or run out of bounds at the 24. A 21-yard game at the moment. And Newton did a good job that time of sitting down in the zone where Gonzalez could find him. That was Gonzalez's sixth completion of the night. On just eight attempts. It's a hold against FPC. So the completion counts for 21 yards. It's third catch of the game. And it's huge for the Bulldogs to come away with points here. Just for that momentum, going into halftime, dominating the first half, coming off the score. And uh, equally as important for the Pirates to get a stop. 425 to go in the second. Play action. Out to Caliendo in the flat. He's across the 30. Inside the 25, there's a flag on the play. There's a second flag on the play. Right now, it's a 12-yard completion, but we'll check the flags. So the officials confirming that they both saw the same thing, maybe. Conversation going on at the 25-yard line. That's a bold assumption there, right? Yeah. If it stands, that would... And that's going to go against the Bulldogs, pushing back. Holding in 17. So it's 10 yards from the spot. Four minutes away from the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shot Work Play Halftime Show. So it's first and 13 from the 35. Gonzalez in the shotgun with 407 to go. To give to Mitchell off the left side. Bounces it outside, finds some room, trucks Shamari and Gaines in the process, and picks up about nine. That's a big back, and when he's running hard, it's tough to get in front of that. 350 to go. Bulldogs 14-2. That's happened too many times here where Marcus Mitchell was seemingly stopped in the backfield, and they just they're unable to bring him down back there, and he makes a cut, gets to the outside, and Picks up another chunk of yards, and there's an injured pirate on the field. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. 
Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street, Bunnell. 341 to go in the first half. FBC leads 14 to 2 over Matanzas. Pirates have second, excuse me, the Bulldogs have second and three out of 25. A bunch with Isaac Newton, Calendo to the right. Jane in the backfield. Out to Newton in the back. That's going to count as a run. It's across the 20 down to the 15. That was a backwards pass. Boy, we started seeing it a week ago. This FPC offense can beat you in so many different ways, whether it's Caden Gonzalez throwing the football. They're two power backs. The talent at wide receiver. Low snap. Give to Ajene. Full hash hits him. More Pirates coming. Be a yard on the play. If you're scoring at home, that counts as a run for me on that previous play. It's second and nine at the 13. 3.05 to go in the half. What a, what a turnaround. We talked about it a week ago. This is just not the team you saw week one against Swanee. They are a dangerous offensive club. And then on top of that, the defense. A stack to the left with Winkler, Neal, and Caliendo. Let's give up the middle. Nice cutback by Mitchell. Driving to the goal line is the end. He is just short at the one-yard line. I mean, absolute brilliance on that carry. Incredible footwork. Cutting in and out, making people miss. And he just put just short of the goal line. It looks like the elephant package was trying to come onto the field. But you know what? Marcus Mitchell deserves to put this one in. Pistol formation this time. Winkler, Caliendo, and Neal in a bunch. And that's an easy touchdown number three for Marcus Mitchell. It's 20-2 with 2.07 to go in the first half. Dominating performance here in the first half for the FPC Bulldogs. Not what the Pirate faithful were expecting coming into tonight. Marcus Mitchell, 14 carries, 134 yards, and three touchdowns in the first half. Impressive. Chase McGee to try and tack on one more. Jeremiah Cage to snap. Newt Mahole. Cage with the snap. Newt gets it down. Kick is up. And it's good. 2.07 to go in the first half. FBC leads 21 to 2. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flavin County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network, Flavin Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. At the ship. The Dogs win 21 to 2. 207 to go in the second quarter. Marcus Mitchell just had a one yard touchdown run for his third of the night. Mike Lucio, Rich Carroll here with you at the Potato Bowl. Special Potato Bowl halftime coming up. 
But you just got to kick deeps at Mills and Andrews. Yeah, that's the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play halftime show coming up. Short kick. Snakes a bounce. Nash fields it. Dangerous play that time from Cole Hash, able to hold on. That ball time to land in no man's land. It's a live ball. 21 to 2. Not sure this is what we were expecting to see here tonight. But the Pirates have a shot here. Plenty of time, two minutes, to get something going, get some points on the board. Well, spotted at the 26. Saquon Evans, two for seven, 37 yards. And it's going to take a lot for the Pirates to get back in this game. And it's going to start on, it's going to have to start on this side of the ball. Got to put some points on the board. First and 10 from their own 26. Spindle and Andrews to the left. DeFalco and Powell to the right. Fury at the backfield. Back to throw. Evans fires in and out of the hands that time of Bobby Tolshin. That was, again, intended for Spindle over the middle, and he threw it behind him again. So it's second and ten. Clock stops. One fifty-one to go in the second quarter. Zach Fury in the game at running back. Zach has not had a carry yet this season. Actually, I take that back. He's had two for two carries this season. That is a great football name, Zach Fury. He's in the backfield with Evans. DeFalco in front of him, back to protect. Evan steps up, has some room, cuts back across the 30, down to the 33. Picks up about seven. So it's going to be a third and short, and the Pirates, yeah, you got to get right back up to the line of scrimmage here with 90 seconds to go in the first half. Now 19, it's 21 to 2. Powell and DeFalco out wide to the right. Andrews to the left. Off the left side, Evans tries to go, and he's going to be forced out of bounds. It's like he's going to lose yards. Colby Croft on the stop there. And FPC's going to call a timeout with number six. Yeah, and that's a situation where uh, you call a timeout, you, you force them to punt the football. So it'll be fourth and seven at the fourth and five at the 26. Yeah, you just never know what exactly will happen on special teams here. You get a block, bad snap. I saw it from FPC earlier on the safety. Only points for the Pirates here tonight. So you force them to kick the ball away, and depending on where you get the football, will determine on how aggressive you are here at the end of the half. And you would have liked to have gotten points on the board knowing that you're going to receive to start the third quarter. Out of the timeout, it'll be fourth and seven at the 20. Are the Pirates thinking about going for this? To be fourth and seven at the 20, not. No, here comes. Landon Grover. He's going to punt it away. Daily unit back at about their own 25-35. Thank you. 
Grover Smith down his 18. Low snap. Picks it up, gets it off. Boom and kick. It's going to land and take a bulldog bounce, then a pirate bounce, and be down to the 35 with 58 Eight. seconds to go in the first half. So you're kind of in between here if you're the Bulldogs. You don't want to make a big mistake giving the Pirates momentum going into halftime. I would think you hand the ball off to Mitchell. He's shown the ability to have big runs. And if he breaks one, great. We try to score some points. If he's stuffed behind the line of scrimmage, you kind of just let the clock run out. That's how I would play. On the flip side of that, Gonzalez is 7 for 9 for 77 yards tonight. He's had an efficient night. He's looked good out there, confident. And there just hasn't been a lot of pressure on him. Bryce Cox in the green at running back. Zizek to the left. Newton, Caliendo, and Neal to the other side. That's a pass in the flat. And that is to the aforementioned Cops. He's got a first down. Yeah, the Pirate defense is looking a little slower right now to the ball. They've been out there a long time in this first half. That was his first catch of the season. Picks up 12. Gonzalez is going to be sacked. The ball came off. They're going to say he was down. He was down. It was a low snap. Had trouble handling it. Fortunate enough to fall on it. That was O'Gwen on the sack. And Bob continues to roll. Sack on the play. Loss, Loss of three. three. Down and 12. Cox in the backfield with Gonzalez. To the right, we've got Zizek. Caliendo in it. Neal by himself to the left. 17 seconds to go. The clock continues to run. You take a Hail Mary here, Rich. Yeah, why not? I would do it. Gonzalez, 8 for 10 for 89 yards. Looks like they will let the clock run out, however. And they will. That's the end of the first half. That play will do it at the end of the first half. Bulldogs lead the Matanzas Pirates. The FPC Bulldogs lead the Matanzas Pirates. 21 to 2 in what was a rough first half for Matanzas here at the ship. The Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play Halftime Show is upon us. Interviews with Potato Bowl legends Mackenzie Wagner and Marcel Williams. That all coming up in a little bit after these words. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this exciting show this weekend, the Orange County Republican Executive Club and how they're fighting for our community, our counties, our state, and our country. Our kids' future, it's at stake here. This weekend, brought to you by Shimento Law, Live Workshop Play. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 9490 or visit elite driving school fl.com
When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash Cash it in. Money! Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. Enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. Got the coolest customers around, Arctic Breeze. ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast. 386-445-5611. Blinds by Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Back here at the ship, quite a scene here tonight, a packed house with the FPC Bulldogs and the Matanzas Pirates, 15th annual Potato Bowl. I wish our radio listeners could hear the crowd. I'm sorry that you can't, the technical difficulty on the field, Mike. We hope to get that fixed for you by next week, but believe me when I tell you, it is loud here at the ship. It did quiet down a little as the half went on, as you can see, the score is 21 to 2. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the score is 21 to 2. Mike, not maybe what the Pirate Faithful were expecting here tonight. No, I don't think so. I was expecting a good, close game. And so far, it's been very handily an FPC game, outgaining the Pirates 248 to 95 in the first half. Danny Gonzalez, 8 for 10 for 89 yards. Marcus Mitchell, 14 carries, 134 yards and three touchdowns. Kobe Cronk with a sack and a fumble recovery. It has been all FPC. Yeah, it sure has. And the only points on the board for the Pirates on a safety, uh, a high snap on a punt 
and it went off the back of the end zone for the Bulldogs, and that was it. Pirates showed some life on one drive, had a touchdown pass taken back on a holding call, which really looked like a huge moment for the Pirates. It was a touchdown pass to former Bulldog uh, DeFalco, the tight end. It just wasn't meant to be. Penalty surprisingly even five for Atlantis, six for FPC. A lot of turnovers in that first half as well. Sloppy football, but uh, the Bulldogs not feeling the effects of that. They've fumbled it a couple times. No, they've been able to get stops on defense. One drive was officiated, but the rest of the drives, it's just been FPC dominant defense. All right, you're listening to the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play Halftime Show. We're going to take a trip back in time with some Potato Bowl legends, right? Yes, we're going to talk to former FBC Bulldog, Marcel Williams, who was the do-everything guy, a guy who played every position you could think of and used to take over games with ease. And I caught up with him earlier this week. All right, let's listen to Marcel Williams and Mike Leach. Marcel, what was it like to get to play a little bit of everywhere in high school? It was pretty challenging being that I probably only took about a few plays off per game, but it was very fun to be on the field, being a game changer for just about every aspect of the game from special teams, offense, and defense. But it was challenging, but it's something that I tried to prepare myself for coming into you know my junior and senior year more because I realized that I could be a game changer on all um, aspects of the game. There were so many games we did that it was the Marcel Williams show. What was it like to be able to just put the game in your hands? One thing that I made sure I did is I was always the guy that didn't take pressure moments too seriously, but I did have to prepare myself for that. So during the offseason of that year, I told my coach to push me as hard as I could. Being that I was one of the leaders on the team, I told him, don't treat me any different from the player that does play the most and the player that doesn't play the most because I want to be a representation of being a leader, not so much vocally for people just looking at me and seeing me, but being able to take over the game in high school is a little more mental, so I did a lot of film study and I prepared myself for the moment, but it was great just being able to be the person to change the game. And I'm friends with Brian Braddock. When you were in school, he was the head coach of Mandarin. He's the head coach of St. Augustine High, and we've been friends for 30 years. He said he coached you at a camp, and he said you were one of the smartest players he ever coached. One of the plays that stands out to me, believe it or not, of all the plays you had in your career, one of the games I remember is you were holding on a kick because you didn't do enough. You were even holding on a kick. And Mm -hmm. there was an extra point, and it was a bad snap, and it was a 9-7 game, and you picked up the ball, and you had the presence of mind to get the two-point conversion. I can't remember if it was Seabreeze or DeLand that game. They got into field goal range, but because you had made it 11-7, they had to keep playing for a touchdown, and they ran out of time. And Mm -hmm. even on an extra point, even on a bad snap, do you remember that game? I think that was versus Seabreeze, and it was a bad snap that I actually called fire that was the call for it and I rolled out to the right hand side and I actually jumped in the air and I threw a pass to Lydell Batson. That's what it was. I remember just remember you making the play that ultimately won the game. Talking about the potato bowl, this is the fifteenth potato bowl, but does it mean any more as a rivalry game to start the season? 
Yes, I think it kind of heightens the adrenaline. The thing I liked about it the most was these was a whole bunch of guys that we grew up with when I was 10, 11 years old. We grew up around, you know, knowing them. And just to put that competitive aspect to playing against your friends, it's something that's a little different. Obviously, you have bragging rights and things like that. Just being able to talk a little trash back and forth with them, but kind of sort of in a joking and playing way, just the way we used to do when we used to play in the backyard at uh, home. We all knew each other. We all were friends. We all were cool. And it just started a little more competitive nature to the game of being able to play some people that you grew up with and you know very well. Was there any particular potato bowl moment that stands out for you? My senior year, we actually played at Matanzas. And they had a pretty decent team in 2015. And as you were saying, I did play on all aspects of the team. And I'm pretty sure the actual head coach of the team was my former first ever football coach when I played on the Flagler Bulldogs. I used to study a lot of film, and one time I think he threw a deep ball to me and Jimmy's side along his sideline. Once he threw the deep ball, obviously I tried to intercept that, broke it up, kind of went to the sideline and, you know, joking around, just played with the coach and said, hey, coach, you got to come up with something better than that. So I kind of got back at my uh, first ever head coach jokingly. And then early on in that game, I was on offense and I ran a corner route from the outside and they played a pretty decent coverage and I just made the catch over top of a couple of the pirates defenders. But they were definitely in decent coverage. Those close moments of making plays that you used to make in your backyard just made it more fun and, you know, being able to talk a little trash amongst people that you knew basically your whole life. You got to play at Marshall. Not a lot of Flavor County kids have had the opportunity to play SDS football. What was that experience like for you? It was the best experience I ever had in my football life, and not more so over because of the game, but just because of the different people you get to meet and different cultures, different backgrounds, all coming together for the same purpose. And being able to see something outside of Flagler County, I think is the biggest thing that I wanted to enjoy when I got to the next level from high school. When you graduated, you coached at the campus for a time. What was it like going to the ship and being on that staff and facing FPC from the other sidelines? Well, it was a little different experience. I mean, you know, being that I was FPC throughout and throughout through high school, it was a different experience. I just wanted to see both sides of it. When I got to Matanzas, just wanted to see the different cultures. Obviously, we had a certain culture at FPC. Wanted to get Matanzas um, and figure out that culture. Being because prior to uh, me getting there, they had won a few games versus the Bulldogs, so it was becoming more of a back and forth of who's going to win and things like that. But I just wanted to see the different cultures from both sides. Both of them are great programs. You've moved on from Flagler County. You're now living out of state, pursuing your career. Tell everybody about what you're doing now. Came to Flagler for two years, 2018 and 2019, closing at Matanzas High School. Then I moved up to Maryland, which I work in Alexandria, Virginia. I sell Cadillacs at a Cadillac dealership, one of the biggest Cadillac dealerships on the East Coast. Really like it. I mean, I get to connect with people, help people and things like that the same way I took the approach in football. So that's what I'm doing now. I kind of enjoy having a different culture that I'm in as far as seeing something different from Flagler, Palm Coast area, which I love it a lot. I wish I still had the sun from Florida, but um, I, I can deal with a little bit of snow that we do deal with up here. Back here at the ship, tough first half there, and, and that's the legend, Marcel Williams. How about that one, Mike? Yes, Marcel was a GOAT. Nobody was able to take over a game quite like Marcel, and we saw him do it time and time again. We used to give away a, a barbecue meal to the player of the game, and Marcel 
won so many of those. At one point, I think the owner thought that Marcel was going to put him out of business. <laughs> so it was great to catch up to him with Marcel. I spent about an hour on the phone with him on Monday. You know, couldn't be more proud of what he's become and what he was here in Flagler County after a great career at Marshall. So moving to the other half of the interview of the halftime show, the Joel Mullins Live Shot Play halftime show, we caught up with the only pirate quarterback to ever beat FPC, and he did it twice, and it's Mackenzie Wagner. You started at FPC, transferred to Matanzas. What made you want to go play for Coach Ripley? It was really definitely a culture thing. I was at FPC. We just had a really great year. We made it to the playoffs. Lake Mary had a tough loss. And a lot of those guys that I played with and that I looked up to were graduating. A lot of people were taking it for granted, not knowing all the work and all the dedication and, and wins that had to go into that. And I really thought that I had the opportunity to really get in at the quarterback position at Matanzas. I had a lot of good friends over there as well. You know, it's the same county. So I grew up with kids who were in FPC and Matanzas and played football with both of them through Pop Warner and everything. So I had a few of those guys telling me all they were missing was a quarterback. They got a team this year. They got guys. Coach Ripley's there. It's different. And I went and caught a game and talked to a lot of my friends over there. Just felt like it was a good decision was to go over to Matanzas and kind of make history, make something happen that never happened before in that county. After you got to Matanzas, when did you know that this was going to be a special team that could go toe-to-toe with anybody? I transferred halfway through my sophomore years, and I knew in football class, actually. I got into football class, and I go in, and I just see some straight-up dudes pushing weight and working hard and working at a pace and at a level that the other so – I just came from the other side. I knew what they were doing in football class. And I walk up in here, and I see the average – player squatting 250 and benching over 200 and they were just on a different level of hard work in that weight room that first potato bowl fpc had never lost in the kansas what was the mindset going into that game it definitely starts for summer workouts. Since I transferred there and all through summer, it was a collective mindset in the team to beat FPC. Like that was our one goal. When we were all done with sprints and the whole team was like one more for FPC. Fast forward to the Potato Bowl. We were excited, but I don't think any of us were quite nervous. We just wanted to get out there and we knew that they were expecting a certain Matanzas team when we knew we weren't that team. We knew we were different. Our defense was, of course, the pride of the two years I was there. George Pardini on the nose. He had Nick Cuvier on the outside. Quintel and Raquel in the back. It was a good lineup. And when we knew we had it was halftime, it was 0-0. And then it starts pouring down rain. And we come out and we're actually fired up that it's 0-0 because it's never been this close before in the history of the two schools. And they were coming out deflated. We know we're a smash mouth team in the rain. That's actually an advantage to us. We knew if we just kept pounding the rock, we were going to do something. That 2015 team, you just missed the playoffs. The 2016 team coming back, that was a special team. The Kansas has never made the playoffs. Was it playoffs or bust going into that season? Yes. The idea for that first season of 2015 summer workouts was, of course, beat FPC. 2016, we were going into the FPC game and we had to make our senior speeches. I just remember saying that I was looking past FPC. I didn't get to take the seniors my junior year to the playoffs. We lost to Deltona that year. That one still hurts. We were 8-2 and two that year and we didn't make the playoffs. I remember Deltona, that was a really tough game and we had to beat them again to go to the playoffs. What's your favorite memory from the Potato Bowl? I guess the best thing was the fact that I transferred. Dalton Thomas was their guy until 
he graduated. He was a year ahead of me, and I transferred. And, you know, when that happens, you got a lot of people telling you, oh, that was a dumb decision. Being able to take the victory formation and take that knee, I had a pretty good pass to Trent over in a post to convert that third and 40. That'd probably be my best memory. Or, or laying out on the 50-yard line with Nick Kubier, kind of doing snow angels on the pirate flag, knowing that we graduated, putting two up against FPC. It was third and 48, by the way. Third and 48. That leads me to my next question. What's it like to go in that huddle knowing that it's on your shoulders to lead a team? With the team that I had, it made it a lot easier. And what I mean by that is I know that whether I completed that pass or not, I didn't have the type of teammates that were going to put me down or lose faith in me because of it. Those were like my brothers that year. So I knew there was no pressure from my teammates. You know, I knew that those guys in the huddle, they didn't want anyone else throwing that ball in that moment other than me. For that play, it was kind of perfect. As you might remember, we had Thad Busby as our quarterback coach, and he was also up in the box. And that play that we ran was actually a play that he brought into the team it was a great play. They had one safety high. He was shaded to the right. I had two wide receivers to the right. I had the outside guy doing a go, and Trenton was doing a post. And they had Ryan Dean at safety, and he was on the right hash. So I knew we had the leverage going to the middle of the field or to the left because that second safety was down, kind of playing like a cover three type deal. I felt like I had the tools, and I just looked Ryan Dean off to the right, got him to shuffle towards the sideline. And then as soon as I saw Trent set up to cut inside on that post, I just let it rip. And we ended up converting. I mean, it was crazy. It felt great hearing it from the crowd and, and watching it kind of all play out perfect. It was really satisfying. Tell our listeners what you're working on now academically. I graduated from USF with my bachelor's in health science. I had some opportunities to go to medical school right out of the gate or go to graduate school right out of the gate. So I took about a year working affording rent, stuff like that. And now I'm going back to school, the Hillsborough Community College over here. They have a nuclear medical technology program. And I, I find that really interesting. It'll let me have a solid foothold in the medical field and really figure out what I want to do with it before I move forward. If I had any advice from any of these high school guys going to college soon, it would just be really do your research now. I wish I had a little more insight as to what life was going to be after graduation. Every scholarship counts. Bright futures, if you can get it, any amount of money counts. It goes a long way. And in the back of my mind, I always feel like I might coach or that will be where I end up because I love football and never stop loving football. But I know I got to make sure I'm the best version of myself before I start going out and trying to shape other kids into the best version of themselves. All right, Mackenzie Wagner, another legend with us here on the Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play halftime show. So, Mackenzie Wagner, let me tell you about Mackenzie Wagner. There were guys that were bigger. There were guys that were faster. There were guys that were stronger. There were quarterbacks with a stronger arm. You know what Mackenzie Wagner did better than other players? Win. He found a way to win time and time again. 16-5 and five as the Pirate starter. Marcel Williams, he was, I mean, he was amazing. Like I said, he almost bankrupted a local barbecue place with so many awards. <laughs> we did 10 of his games his junior or senior year. We gave the awards to him five and then had a kind of debate. Okay, well, this person did this, so maybe we could give it to them instead of Marcel. It was great catching up with both of them. It reminded me of how lucky I am to be here covering the Pirates and the Bulldogs for the past 14 seasons. There's been 15 potato bowls. I've gotten to see 14 of them over my 15 years in radio, and few players more special than those two, and I really thank you both, Marcel and Mackenzie, for joining me for these interviews and making this a special 
Joe Mullins Live Shop Play Halftime Show. And that's it for the halftime show as we're getting ready for the second half here. The Pirates set to receive the kick and stepping up to the microphone with the play-by-play is Mike Licio. Chase McGee has it teed off. Teed up. Mills and Andrews back deep. 21-2 as the third quarter gets underway. Matanzas has some work to do. McGee puts his right foot into it. It's a short kick. Hops in front of Cole Hash, and he's going to watch it roll out of bounds at the 25, and the Pirates will take over at the 35. Boy, a lot of that here tonight, huh? No one wants to take a chance with these dangerous returners. Bulldogs lead 21-2 to starting the second half, and I guess you can't really put into words how huge this is, this first drive for the Pirates, to get something positive going, to put some points on the board, to give yourselves a chance and get this crowd back into the game. We talked about the keys to the game at the beginning of the game. Let's check in. Start fast for Matanzas. They weren't able to. They haven't been able to attack the secondary, and they really haven't been able to get FPC off schedule. For the Bulldogs, they had to slow the game down. I think they've done that with Ajede and Mitchell combining for 147 yards rushing in the first half. Win the battle up front on defense. They've done that, and Colby Cronk has been as advertised. It's a toss over the head. That ball is a free ball. Falling on it is FPC, and the Bulldogs have it. That is a fumble recovery by Corinthians Watson. Wow. I mean, it can't get any worse for the Pirates than that. On the very first play of the second half, you turn it over. There is a flag on the field. Pirate offense still on the field, so we'll check the flag. It was an unforced error on the high pitch from the quarterback to Cole Hash. I want to say hello to our good friend, Essie Bass. Essie is recovering from a bone marrow transplant. Essie is the old, younger, older sister excuse me, of Nareda Campos, who plays flag football at FPC, and the younger sister of Tyler Irigoyen, who was recognized by his team this week at Ohio Northern. So it looks like the penalty will be after the play, and it will be a turnover. So an unsportsmanlike conduct by FPC gives the Pirate defense a little breathing room. Well, no, it's also one against the Pirates, so those will offset. And a player has been disqualified. I'm not sure who. I will try and effort that. But it will be FPC football at the Matanzas Pirate 30-yard line to start the second half, essentially. The Pirates only one play from scrimmage to start the half, and it was a turnover. Ball spotted right on the 30. They're still discussing. They still haven't picked up the flag. The chains are making their way down. Players are ready to go. 11.46 to go in the third. Bulldogs 21-2 lead, but looking to add here. Kanan Gonzalez, 8 for 10, 89 yards in the first half. Has completed 70% of his passes in the three games he's played. Oh, yeah, he's been brilliant, and, and not to say it's easy, but when you have a running game, that the Bulldogs have had the last couple weeks with Marcus Mitchell, and tonight he's really, really had a huge game. 
Still some discussion on the sideline. And looks like we're finally ready to get underway here. Bulldogs will start with a bunch on first and 10 at the Pirate 30. That bunch is Zizek, Caliendo, and Newton. Deal to the left. Mitchell in the backfield. He's going to get it. He's going to bounce outside. He's got a hole inside the 20, down inside the 10. It's taken away. And it is Zach O'Quinn taking the ball away. And the Pirates recover. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit of momentum stolen back by the Pirates there on the turnover. And it's one of those plays where you hit the the ball carrier with your helmet right on the football, and it pops straight up in the air into the Pirate player's hands. So huge turnover there, potentially, if the Pirates can get something going here. They'll take over on their own 12. Pirates with life. Powell and DeFalco trot out to the right. Spindle and Andrews to the left. Cash in the backfield. Evans takes a snap. Pressure coming. Looking downfield. And it's complete to Andrews. First down. Picks up 22. And it's a first down for Matanzas. Beautiful strike that time from Daquan Evans. And the Pirates right back to the line of scrimmage. Spindle and Andrews to the left. DeFalco and Powell to the right. First and 10 at the 34. Out in the flat to Andrews again. Across the 40 and pushed out of bounds. Picks up about seven on the play. Third catch for Andrews. 11-12 to go in the third quarter. 21-2. Evans is in the shotgun. Two receivers to either side, back to throw, pressure coming, rolling out, looking downfield, fires in and out of the hands of DeFalco. Not a perfect pass, but one you think DeFalco should have probably brought in. I would have to agree with you there, Rich. So it's going to bring up third down and about three. From the 36, line to gain is the 39. He, you know, he had a lot of room out there. Probably could have picked up the first down with his legs, but he had a pass and he took a chance. Takes a snap. Out in the flat, complete to Andrews. Close to the first down. Ain't think he's got it. Second effort, definitely got it there. Yeah, it looked like they had him trapped on the sideline about two yards short, and some somehow he was able to squeeze through there and pick up the first down. Picks up six on seven on the play as they put it down. That's his fourth catch. 21-2 FPC, 10-30 to go in the third quarter. Back to throw. Looking downfield. Firing downfield. In and out. And they're going to mark that incomplete. Peterson doesn't think that the ball ever hit the ground. That was a great job by Shamarian Gaines becoming the defender on a ball that kind of floated up there in the middle of the field. Peterson almost picked it off, but Gaines was able to knock it away. Second and 10 at the Pirate 47. Ethan LaPeppa having words with the big left tackle for the Pirates. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Pressure coming. 
Looking downfield. Fires. And, oh, in and out of the hands of Gaines. Oh, man. Led him just a little too much. I like the angle on the pass. I like the play. Just a little too much of a lead on it that time. Tried to thread the needle there. It was a window he was trying to throw that ball yeah. into. He is throwing darts out there right now, though. Third and 10 for the Pirates at their own 47. 10-10, the clock stops in the third. 21-2, FPC leads. Gaines and Powell out to the right with DeFalco. Andrews on the left. Hash in the backfield with Evans. Takes the snap. Rolling right. Looking downfield. Fires in and out of the hands of Powell. And the Bulldogs will force a punt. Zayden Green on the hit. And another punt for the Pirates. We called that name a lot last week, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Eight tackles. Broke that one. You know, if that pass is completed, probably sets up a fourth down and four, and the Pirates go for it. Ten on the dot to go in the third. Landon Grover back to punt to Newton and Daly. They're standing at about the 15. Grover standing at the 38. Good snap. Steps into it. Long kick. And it's going to go out of bounds. We'll see where they mark that off. And they're just going to mark it off at the 20. Back in 30 seconds, you're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street Banal. Back here at the ship as Marcus Mitchell goes off the right side for one yard. 9.38 to go in the third quarter. FPC leads 21 to 2. That one yard gives Mitchell 150 for the game. Caliendo, Newton, and Zizek in a bunch to the right. Pirates showing blitz. Pass out to Newton, the flat. It's complete. Maybe three on the play. It's going to bring up third and six. Newton quietly having a big night as well. That is Newton's fourth catch for 46 yards. Gonzalez, nine for 11 in the game. Third and six. Caliendo, Newton, and Neal to the left. Sizek to the right. Gonzalez in the shotgun. Mitchell behind him. Takes a snap. Play action. Fires over Newton, and it's incomplete, and the Bulldogs will be forced to punt. Yeah, he had Newton wide open there on the hash mark and just overthrew him a little bit. Luckily, that wasn't intercepted for the Bulldogs. So 9.09 to go. The clock stops. Jordan Mills will be back deep for Matanzas as Chase McGee comes out to punt. Well, the Pirates, they have not been able to generate much offense tonight, make any big plays. Maybe you can make a big play here on special teams to get back in the game. La Pepe 
Peterson trot on late. 21 to 2, but still very much a lot of time left in this one. McGee kicks that off the end of his foot. It's a line drive kick that's going to roll. Sure why. Rosario Watkins picked that up there when it was still rolling. It'll be down to the 39. It was a bit premature touching it. It probably would have rolled another five to seven yards. And there is a flag on the play. Some discussion. Chase McGee seems a bit confused. And it is against the Bulldogs. It was so low, I guess it, it must have. Must have hit off a lineman somewhere. Or did. So they will re kick. Really? So okay. that's a big break. Huge penalty. Pirates start in Bulldog territory. You got to get points on the board here. First and 10, ball spotted at the 31. Andrews and Gaines to the left. DeFalco and Powell to the right. Cash in the backfield. To look, Evans. Little miscommunication there. It's incomplete. Well, he's had that little slant over the middle that he keeps throwing behind his receivers. That time it was Shamarian Gaines. We've seen Spindle on that route a couple times with the ball behind him. Spindle, the former Gamble Rogers Bulldog great. I mean, Bulldog senior. Gamble Rogers Stingray great. I announced Weston in middle school up in St. John's County. <laughs> Second and 10 at the 31. Evans following hash around the corner. Jumps a defender. And he's going to be close to the first down. Couple yards short. Oh, they're going to give it to him. So that's a 12-yard run for Evans. 10 carries, 46 yards. It's first and 10 at the 19. DeFalco and Powell to the right. Andrews and Gaines to the left. Hash in the backfield with Daquan Evans. Fires it out to the sideline. Complete again to Andrews. Fighting his way through traffic. Spinning around. Still going. Still on his feet. Inside the 10. Touchdown Pirates. What a play by Andre Andrews. 19 yards. And the Pirates are in the end zone. What a play for Andrews on his fifth catch of the game. 66 yards and a touchdown. And it's 21-8. I would expect, well, trying to do some math here, I think I'd go for two here. Uh, that's got to be one of the great efforts you've ever seen. Two here makes it a touchdown and a field goal. But they're going to take one. Oh, make it 11. I'm sorry. Way too late for math. Hash gets it down. The kick is up, and it's good. 8.07 to go in the third quarter. FPC leads 21-9. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flather County High School football 
on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Mike Lucio, Rich Carroll here with you at the ship where the Pirate Faithful have come to life after an Andre Andrews 19-yard touchdown catch where he was breaking tackles and spinning and diving and making his way up the sideline. That's a hustle play, Rich. How many times did you think that he was done? You know, they had him stopped and he just kept moving, kept those legs moving, spinning, and assortment of moves to get into the end zone that was impressive newton and neil back deep it's 807 to go in the third quarter pirates trail 21 9 as grover has it teed up high pop up and there's going to be a flag on the play it's fielded on by the up man marcus mitchell maybe matanzas is glad that one was yeah you know you don't want that's not the guy you're trying to kick it to there Let's see. So, another flag. There have been plenty of those tonight. That is the seventh for the Pirates. That's going to move the kickoff back to the 35. Daquan Evans has completed six passes for 92 yards and a touchdown. Five of those to Andrews for 66. We'll, we'll try this again from the 35. District update, St. Augustine leads Menendez 28-6 in the Dylan Cook revenge game. That quarterback Dylan Cook, that is. Line drive kick deep, and that's going to get to the end zone. So the penalty didn't phase Landon Grover. He goes ahead and boots that into the end zone. Eight minutes to go in the third quarter. 21 to 9. FPC leads, and they take over at the 20. Marcus Mitchell, 16 carries, 150 yards, and three touchdowns for the Bulldogs. They'll take the field with Kaden Gonzalez in the offense. They'll start with a bunch to the right. Zizek, Caliendo, and Newton. Heel to the left. Oh, you got a two-score game and eight minutes left in the third quarter. Got ourselves a ball game here. Back to Marcus Mitchell. Back across the 30. Across the 40. Still going to the 44-yard line. 24-yard game for Mitchell. (laughs) Well, just when you think you might be getting back into it, there's Marcus Mitchell with another chunk of yardage. He has been unstoppable here tonight. 175 on the night, first and 10 from the 45. Back to Mitchell again, off the left side again, across the 50, down inside the 40, knocking people over and down to the 32. Carries of 25, 
And 22 on this drive. And he has 197 yards rushing. Amina Najede is going to come in. Newton, Zizek, Caliendo to the right. Neal to the left. Gonzalez in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Najede off the left side. He has a hole. And he's going to run into Cole Hash and be stopped. But it looked like he yeah. picked up about six on the play. They call it five. Oh, yeah, that's another. Look, it's not 25 yards, but five on first down is exactly what you're looking for every time. Second and five from the 27. A bunch to the right, one to the left. Play action out to Newton in the flat. And Newton's going to get crossed by the scrimmage. They wanted a hold on Roman Caliendo there, and you can hear it. Oh, yeah, the crowd's just yelling for a holding call. It wasn't called, though. Newton with his fifth catch of the game for 48 yards. Ajene off the left side, dropped in the backfield. That was Jackson Satterfield on the stop, and it's fourth down. A big decision here if you're the Bulldogs. Do you kick a long field goal? Or do you bring Marcus Mitchell back in the game and let him get 20 yards on another carry? And they got a Jade in. So they'll stick with a Jade, but they are going to go for it. Huge play. A bunch to the left with six minutes to go. It's loud in here. Newton, Caliendo, and Zizek to the right. Heel to the left. A Jade in the backfield on fourth and five. Takes a snap, back to throw, has time, rolling out, flushed out of the pocket, keeps his feet, fires, and it's incomplete. And a big stop by the Pirate defense, which they took. Boy, oh boy. And 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 Caden Gonzalez missed it, but Zyquan Neal was wide open on the sideline, just standing at the 15-yard line, begging for the football. Gonzalez never saw him. And now the Pirates, they're right back in this one. They get in the end zone here. Things get very, very interesting here at the ship. 5.36 to go in the third quarter. It's a two-score game here. I think, so let's take 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this exciting show this weekend, the Orange County Republican Executive Club and how they're fighting for our community, our counties, our state, and our country. Our kids' future, it's at stake here. This weekend, brought to you by Shimento Law, Live Workshop Play. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Mike Lucio, Rich Carroll here with you at the ship where the Pirates take over on first and 10 from the 27 yard line. Their own 27, trailing 21 to 9 after a Bulldog turnover on downs. Daquan Evans got all the way to quarterback. He has Hash in the backfield with him. DeFalco, Spindle, and Andrews to the left. Jamari and Gaines to the right. It's a pass to the Falcon. He's passed before. He passes again. Oh, oh my, what a beautiful play. The fake screen pass. You set up 
DeFalco on the screen pass. He, th- he throws it deep to Andrews and just overthrows him. If he hits him, he's gone for an easy touchdown. DeFalco began his pirate career here as a freshman, as a quarterback. And you know Coach Forrest was holding on to that one all night long. He dialed it up at the right moment, and they just miss it. We've got a stack with DeFalco, Spindle, and Andrews to the left. Looking downfield, fires to DeFalco over the middle, complete across midfield, and a pirate first down. Daniel's first catch of the night goes for 26. Pirates lined up quickly. Two receivers to either side. Cash in the backfield. Evans back to throw. Steps up. Looking downfield. Fires. Weston Spindle with the pickup. He was not open, but he caught it anyway. And it's a first down and a pickup of 31. Weston Spindle, the former Gamble Rogers Stingray. First and 10 to the 16. Fired out in the flat. Incomplete looking for Andrews that time. Evans now 8 for 20 for 139 yards. It's second and 10 at the 16. Floor is shaking at the ship. Second and 10 at the 16-yard line. Pirates probably ought to be close to a play clock running down. Pass in the backfield with Evans. Out to his right. Excuse me, out to his left. Across the 15. He's going to step out. They're going to mark that down at about the 11. So it's a pickup of five for Daquan Evans. He has 51 yards rushing on a night. Third down and four at the 10. Two receivers to the left. Two to the right. Hash in the backfield with Evans. 4.40 to go. 21-9. FPC here in the third quarter. Cash now to the left side. Complete in the flat. That's Andrews trying to get the first down. Dives forward. He's going to be close. Depends on the spot. Fox stops at 431. Now it continues to run. They say he's inbound. So it's fourth down after a two-yard completion to Andrews. Fourth down after a two-yard completion. Evans, ninth of the night. Andrews, sixth catch of the night. And Matt Forrest wants a timeout, and we'll take one, too. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Canada. And watching Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. 
So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime. We're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Back here at the ship, Mike Lucio, Rich Carroll with me. 21-9, FPC leads with four minutes to go in the third quarter. Out of the timeout, it'll be fourth down and two at the eight for the Pirates. A field goal does you no good. It's still a two-score game, so the offense is going to come out. Spindle, Andrews to the left. And this is a, a play where you either put the ball in Daquan Evans' hands, Cole Hash, or Andrews, because he's been the man tonight. Jeffrey Powell to the right. Evans. Jump pass. Intercepted. Intercepted. And that was number 22. A flag did come in. It came in pretty late. So we'll check the flag. Might have been able to get the first down if they just tucked that ball. Yeah, I, I, you know, interesting call there. I think you got to hand the ball off to Hash or let Evans run with it. That's not what they decided to do. Still some discussion. That flag did come in late. Are they trying to say there was contact? It's targeting on FPC. That's a huge play. That's a huge call. But it's still the Bulldogs' yeah. ball, so okay. it ends up half the distance to the goal. That's an, How is it targeting after the play, though? Maybe you want helmet to helmet on a block. So it's a six-yard penalty. Okay, so, so it was on a block after the interception. Oh. Oh, pass oh, interference. Signal first down towards Matanzas. So now the Pirates check that, check that the FPC the referee fit signal first down FPC. So if it's pass interference, the the Pirates should get another shot here, and they're going to move the ball inside the five yard line. And I would assume that the Matanzas offense will get back on the field here with a first down. But, but that is not what is happening. Not sure. What, uh, there's a, a lot of confusion here. And it will be FPC ball, so I'm not well. Well, Daniel Fish is way out on the field calling his defense off the field. There is a lot of confusion here. So there was two penalties against FPC. One of them, if it's offensive pass interference, that would be a replay of the down. So the turnover, you can't call pass interference after the turnover. So it should have been a replay of the down. So it's a give to Mitchell. Ball marked at the four. They just cannot bring him down. I'm a little confused as Mitchell goes up the middle for 20. He's now over 200 in the game. I mean, he was stacked up in the backfield. 19 carries, 217 yards for Marcus Mitchell. It's first and 10 at the 25. 
Caliendo, Zizek, Newton to the right, Neal to the left. Mitchell in the backfield with Gonzalez. Pirate show blitz. Give it to Mitchell again. Pushing the pile forward. Fighting for yards. He's going to get about five on the play. Yeah, why? at this point you wonder, why would you do anything other than to hand the ball off to number four? 223 yards. It's second and six. Second and five. Check that. Zizek and Newton to the right. Caliendo and Neal to the left. Mitchell in the backfield. Gonzalez out to the flat. And a little too low that time for Neal. And it's incomplete and it's third down. And that's good for the Pirates because it stops the clock as well. And it stops the clock at 3.01 in the third quarter. We'll take a break. Back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and Flagler Radio app. Hey, it's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. Back here at the ship. Big third down coming up here with three minutes to go in the third quarter. So I went over to the other side of the booth to try and get clarification on that pass interference penalty. Because you can't, the pass interference penalty had to happen before the turnover because FPC can't be called for pass interference. Right. So, but. My guess is it was a block in the back and they gave the wrong signal. Yeah, they're. Bottom line is there was not pass interference on the on the play because the Pirates would have had another shot at it. Um, so a certain officials association, and when I say certain, <laughs> you keep the A and you replace the I with a one. Certain. S. I can't even spell C E R T A one N. I could do thirty a minutes of listening. Officials to- association. When I retire, I will be writing a book about this officials association. <laughs> The FHSA has asked me not to say that anymore. Oh. But I didn't say anything about the certain official association. I didn't say which certain official association that I spell with an A and a 1 instead of an A-I. As Mike continues to try to spell the ship fateful here, break into a Let's Go Pirates chant. And that's a tough injury right now for the Pirates as Andre Andrews, who's been one of their best players tonight, is being helped off the field. Andrews tonight with six catches, 70 yards, and a touchdown. And what was one of the greatest touchdowns you'll ever see. Aiden Try checks into the game. Big third down for this Pirate defense. Five at their own 30. FPC leads 21-9, to nine, under three to go in the third quarter. Give to Mitchell off the left side again. Fighting through, and this time he was stopped. This time they get him. So a gain of one for Mitchell. And FPC will force a punt. Zach O'Gwin on the stop. 
Mitchell, 21 carries, 224 yards, and three touchdowns. And two two times in this game, the Pirates had the ball inside the 10-yard line and, and could not turn that into points. And that's the difference in this game right now. It's a two-score game. Jordan Mills standing back at his own 32. Chase McGee, high snap, able to grab it. Good punt, high punt. Comes down around the 40. It's going to continue the roll in the Bulldogs' favor. Down to the 30, where it'll be down by Neal. Boy, the, the Pirates were inches away on that flea flicker play. The DeFalco just missing on the deep pass. To, I think that was Andrews on the route. So we'll see if Andrews is able to return. Pirates take over first and 10 at their own 30, down 21 to 9, a 203 to go in the third quarter here in the 15th annual Potato Bowl. Yeah, and all it takes is one score. You know, get the ball in the end zone, I should say, and you'll have an exciting fourth quarter. So Evans trots out with Fury in the backfield. Powell to the right. I have to do some math. It looks like the Pirates only have 10. Nope, I missed Jordan Mills. I'm blind. It's a complete in the flat to Mills. Look at me at yard and second down. Surprised he actually caught that ball. It was so low. Mills was standing behind Daniel DeFalco down the angle I was looking at. This will be a second and nine. Mills, first catch of the game, goes for one. Second and nine at the 31. Now DeFalco motioning in the backfield. It's a give off the right side to hash. He's got some room to run. He's got the first down. Pickup of 10 for hash. And a pirate first down. And down by two scores with about 13 minutes left in this game. If you're the Pirates, you've got to get the ball in the end zone on this drive. Ball spotted right at the 40. Evans in the shotgun. Rolling right. Looks like he's going to call his own number. He's running out of room. Spins towards the marker. And knocked out of bounds. Evans, 12 carries, 52 yards in the ballgame. Yeah, that play was there for him earlier in this game, but the Bulldogs have been all over it late. Tyler Jones-Bach on the stop there. Nice pursuit. Three to the left, one to the right. To the left, you've got DeFalco, Hash, and Mills. Powell to the right. Fury in the backfield with Evans, and Colby Cronk jumps. Oh. That'll stop the clock with nine seconds to go here in the third quarter. First Bulldog penalty. Excuse me. That was the second Bulldog penalty of the quarter. So second and five at the 45. Clock stops with 9.3 seconds left in the third. You got to get a playoff here. 21, who's not on anyone's roster to the right 
with Powell. DeFalco and Mills to the left. Fury in the backfield. Evans back to throw. Pressure coming. Steps up. Rolling out. Fires over the middle. Incomplete. Clock that, stops with three seconds left, and it'll be third and five. That was a dangerous throw. He was looking for Jordan Mills and luckily underthrew him because that was double coverage. Evans is continuing to keep his eyes downfield. So three seconds to go in the third quarter. FPC 21-9 leading here in the 15th Potato Bowl, looking for their 13th win on the field. Last year, they were forced to forfeit. Third and five at the 45. Evans back to throw. Firing downfield, incomplete. And that is the end of the third quarter. So three quarters complete. FPC leads 21-9. Back in 30 seconds. You're watching, listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 9490 or visit elitedrivingschoolfl.com. Back here at the ship, getting ready for the start of the fourth quarter of the 15th annual Potato Bowl. Rich Carroll, Mike Licio with you. 21-9 Bulldogs on top of the Pirates. It is a fourth down. Do you have to go for it here? And about six. I say yes. Got to go for it here. Got to convert. I think I would wait one more possession, but that's why I'm up here and not down there. Ball is at the Pirate 45-yard line. Ball at a fourth and six. They're going to set up the screen to hash. Now he's going to throw the flea flicker intended for Mills, and it's intercepted. Intercepted by the Bulldogs. That's Aiden Peterson. And I guess works as good as a punt there. Peterson with his second interception in as many games. They tried that flea flicker again, this time with Hash throwing the ball, uh, but this time the Bulldogs were not fooled. And they'll take over with that 21-9 lead intact with 11.45 to go in the game. Maybe not the time to break softball news, but Rich, I'm the voice of Flagler College softball, so this matters to me. FPC Bulldog Aniel Howard has committed to Lynn University which means I'll get to see her play against Flagler College. Well, congratulations. Still looking for the first player I can announce in both a high school game and a college game. Three wide receivers for Gonzalez. Hands it off to Mitchell. Breaking tackler spins. Another big play, eight yards on first down for Marcus Mitchell. He has been unstoppable tonight. Mitchell. 233 yards rushing tonight. He's been the difference. I have a feeling who will be hearing tomorrow on the Rich and Mike Sports Show. That's right. Special post-game edition. Noah Doolin has checked in that tight end. Mitchell gets the ball again off the left tackle. And again, another big gain on first on second down that time to pick up the first down. 
Bulldogs will have a first down and 10 from their own 44-yard line. Mitchell averaging 10 yards a carry tonight. Uh, it's one of the great games you'll ever see out of a back. Under 11 to go. And a fake to Mitchell this time. Gonzalez rolls to the right. Now cuts back to the inside. Got about two on that carry. Second down and eight for the Bulldogs. Don't get cute here. Don't get cute here. You need Gonzalez upright for seven more games. 10.35 to go in the game. Second down and long for the Bulldogs. Three wide receivers. Mitchell still in the backfield. Gonzalez takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Mitchell. Throw to the outside is complete. Close to a first down. That was complete to Zyquan Neal. Good for seven yards. And they're going to say third and one for the Bulldogs. And they have not needed the elephant tonight the way Marcus Mitchell is running the football. But here it is. Kronk takes the low snap, stumbles, and he stopped right at the line. That's the best we've seen anybody do against that here so far. And he's going to be, from here, it looks just short. Do you go elephant or you go back to Mitchell? I go back to, it's Mitchell's night. You said it earlier, no need to be cute, although that elephant was so successful last week. And it looks like they're going to go to it again here. Mitchell's in the play, so he could get the ball, but I think it's going to Kronk. And this time, Kronk, he'll get the first down easily out of the elephant formation. First down and 10, Bulldogs at the Pirate 44-yard line. Second effort that time was the difference for Colby Kronk as the initial push kind of hit him, but you can't just hit Colby Kronk. That time, the elephant is successful. So the drive continues. 8.51 to go in the game. 21-9 lead. FTC trying to finish off Matanzas. Yep, and they're taking a lot of time off the clock now. Matanzas blitz. And that is Marcus Mitchell right up the middle. A lot of green in front of him. Breaks a tackle. And it's a touchdown. Mama, there goes that man again. Marcus Mitchell and the Bulldogs. Take a 27-9 lead. 24 carries, 283 yards, four touchdowns. I'm having a hard time remembering a game like that in football county. I just I don't remember anyone going for 283 on the Flagler County side of a game. It is one of the most dominating performances I have ever seen. This is by 100 and... I think it's around 1.30 to get it out. It's been a long time. And this is a performance unlike any I've seen from an FPC or Matanzas player. Extra point is on its way, and it is good. 28-9, Bulldogs over the Pirates. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening and watching Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app.
Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Back here at the ship, we have witnessed one of the greatest performances in Potato Bowl history out of Marcus Mitchell. He has been unstoppable tonight. 280 yards, Mike, on the ground from one Marcus Mitchell. 24 carries, 283 yards. Excuse me. Mathematical issues. Let me do some math here. 224, 233, Yeah, 283 283. And what is it, the three touchdowns? Four. Four touchdowns. Unbelievable. McGee on the kickoff. Take a bounce at the 20. Fielded by Matanzas there. Move to the inside. Across the 30. All the way up to the 40-yard line. And that was... So that was number 24. Not on my uh, roster. Hindsight is twenty twenty, Rich. <laughs> and so if you take that three points instead of going for it on fourth and one, and to be clear, we both agree with the decision to go for it on fourth and one in the second quarter. Yeah. It's a two-score game instead of a three-score game. Yeah. At this point, though, uh, leaving points on the board all night, the Pirates, you got to concede that this was just going to be the Marcus Mitchell show. Pirates come back out on the field. They have eight minutes left, eight minutes, 19 seconds left to get back in this one. They trail 28 to nine to the FPC Bulldogs. Evans back to pass, looking right now, rolls that way. It makes a nice move, and he's tackled from behind by Stacy Mitchell. Picked up six there. 58 yards rushing. For Evans. Yep, Evans, he's shown a lot of heart out there. He's played hard. The whole Pirate team has, and as I mentioned, a couple tough drives where it looked like they were going to get touchdowns on the board just didn't happen. Penalties, turnovers, rough night for the Pirates. Evans in the shotgun takes a snap back to pass, steps up in the pocket. No, he's going to be dragged down by Kobe Cronk on the sack. His second of the game. Back-to-back weeks with two sacks for Colby Cronk. I said before the year, Colby Cronk was going to have double-digit sacks. He has four in three games. Amazing. He has been a force on that defensive line. Picked up a big first down on the previous drive before the big Marcus Mitchell touchdown. If you're mathing at home, that puts him on pace for 13. Third down and 14 for the Pirates. Evans in the shotgun, three wide receivers to his left, one to the right. Takes snap, fakes the handoff, sets up the screen. It's complete, but going nowhere is Zach Fury. Tyler Jones, Bob, whose dad was teammates with Marcus Mitchell's dad at FPC, making the stop. He's had a nice night tonight as well. He's been all over the field. 
No question about going for it here. Well, no choice at this point as you're down to six and a half minutes to go in the game. Complete domination we've witnessed from the Bulldogs here tonight. And the Pirates will take a timeout to talk about it. We'll take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back here at the ship. Dominating performance for the FTC Bulldogs on the road. They lead 28-9 with six and a half minutes to go in this one. Pirates trying to cling to life here, possibly put a score on the board and kick an onside kick. There's still hope when there's still time on the clock, but now the clock is working against them. I'm not sure if the 283 yards is a school record. I've been efforting FPC football records for 14 years. So I do have the Matanzas record book, but that was mostly a project. Evans rolls left. Lockdown. Avoids the sack, goes toward the sideline, incomplete. And that's a turnover on downs for the Pirates. We'll see if Mitchell comes out with a chance to run for 300 tonight. It has been his night, but you mentioned it earlier. You're going to need him next week as well, and this one is well in hand. We have a water break on the field. We're going to take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Flagler County High School Football on News Radio WNZF and the Flagler Radio app. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime. We're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Blinds by Jason. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash Cash it in. Here at the ship, Bulldogs with the ball in the Kansas territory. There goes Marcus Mitchell off the left side, and he's going to be dragged down, if you can believe it, for a loss on first half. They're saying no gain, so keep it right at that 283. We'll check the flag that's on the field. It's so odd to see Marcus Mitchell stopped in this game. But that time, it Pirates were able to get heart. It shows you the heart that Forrest team has. 
eighth Bulldog penalty of the night. Yeah, you just get the feeling if just a couple of things would have went their way, this would be a much tighter game. But a couple of untimely penalties in the second quarter and points left on the board combined with one of the greatest nights you'll ever see out of Marcus Mitchell. The J.J. out there, he gets the football. And another play whistled dead, and it's going to be another penalty against the Bulldogs. It's a false start. That's going to push them back five more yards. And now you're looking at a first down and about 20, 27 or so. Actually, let's say 20 as the math starts to work in my head. <laughs> to you can't be a, play in the heat tonight. I know. About 21 yards. First down and 21. The J.J. gets the ball. Bounce off the left side. Positive yardage there. It's about seven yards. Set up second down and long. So, Rich, you heard Kevin Lewis, the PA announcer, announced a ride home. I got a text from my wife saying, Oh, my gosh, I'm the parent waiting for kids in a football game. <laughs> We're getting old, Rich. Amazing. Me and my wife, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I just get younger. It's amazing. Pass, <laughs> pass over the middle, complete to Winkler. It's going to get it uh, beyond the original line of scrimmage. Set up a third down and eight. Winkler's first catch of the season. Ball is at the Matanzas 38-yard line. Four thirty to go. Clock continues to run. Three wide receivers and a bunch to the right, one to the left. That's a JD in the backfield with Gonzalez. Marcus Mitchell getting a well deserved breather. A JD up the middle. Breaks a tackle. He's near a first down. And right at the stick, they're going to give it to him. First down, Bulldogs up to the Matanzas 29-yard line. About 10 on the play. 331 yards rushing for FPC tonight. Amazing. And uh, now Gonzalez is going to throw it deep to the back of the end zone. Incomplete. He just missed Zizak. I think they were looking for the knockout punch there. Yeah, he had the one-on-one -on -one coverage out there. Fake handoff up the middle. Throw it up for a guy we know can make plays in Zizek. Just a little too far. Second down and 10 from the Matanzas 29-yard line. Three and a half minutes to go in this one. Three and a half minutes to go in the Potato Bowl. Bulldogs have a 28-9 lead. Whistle blows the play dead. Timeout taken by FPC. They lead 28 to 9 with three and a half minutes to go. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app.
Hey, you're never gonna believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street Banal. Back here at the ship. 28 to 9, 334 to go. Bulldogs on top of the Pirates. The conclusion inevitable. The Bulldogs will be football county champions. Potato Bowl champions once again. What has to be a disappointing night for the Matanzas Pirates after starting 2-0 on the season. Seventh year in a row for FPC on the field. Hey, oh, there's a fumble on the play, but a J-Day is able to fall on it. Actually, that's number 42 recovering it. Landon Haston. Excuse me, that's a Pirate. Bryce Cox on the recovery. And Bryce Cox is in the backfield with Caden Gonzalez. He gets the handoff this time and breaks a tackle. Gets about five on the play. 2.55 to go. Fourth and long for the Bulldogs. And uh, they will not line up for the field goal. They're going to go for it here on fourth and long. Believe it or not, that's actually the more the more um, sportsmanlike play not to go for points. Now I take that back. They yeah. Throw a yeah. bomb here. Three of the three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Bryce Cox in the backfield with Caden Gonzalez. He's standing to his left as Gonzalez is in the shotgun. Gonzalez back to pass. There it is, Mike. He's going to hit on the sideline, complete near a first down. That's complete to Zyquan Neal. He's going to be short, and the Pirates will take over there. And they made an effort to get the first down, which they have the right to do. That I like that call. I don't mind them putting the ball in the air there to try to move the sticks. Right. You know, you shouldn't quit playing the game. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no rule that says you have to stop playing. Right. They didn't have, what they didn't do is they didn't run all goes. Yeah. So I, I, I'm perfectly okay with that. 28 to 9. Two minutes, eight seconds to go in the game. Here come the Pirates, and let me try to get some points on the board here. A couple of exciting moments for the Pirates here tonight. It just never came together for them. DeFalco for the touchdown that never was on the holding call. The flea flicker that was overthrown by inches. A lot of near misses for the Pirates tonight as passes tipped at the line of scrimmage or just an angry duck toward the sideline. Not sure what happened there, but it is an incompletion and will be second down. Evan slow to get up as Colby Cronk ran through him on that one. And I was wondering if maybe you bring in the backup at this point, but he's sticking with Evans. 
you know, this is something where unsportsmanlike conduct against Matanzas. So half the distance to the goal. Two minutes even to go in the game. Bulldogs lead 28 to 9. Just a reminder, the Richard Mike Sports Show tomorrow morning at 7.30 on News Radio WNZF 94.9 FM. Special post-game edition. Get Coach Fish on and maybe Marcus Mitchell. Who knows? But you'll hear all that tomorrow morning on WNZF and the Flagler Radio app at any time. Handoff is going to be to the outside. That's Zach Fury on the carry. May have gotten a couple. Sets up a third and long. It's like a third and about 20 or so. Clock nearing 90 seconds to go in this one. Rolling to his right as Evans throws that way, and it's at the feet of Cole Hash, almost intercepted. Yeah, Michael London wanted that one. That's one, another one of those passes where if it's an accurate pass, it's probably going the other way. Landon Grover will come out to punt it away, and all that's left is for that victory formation to come out for the Bulldogs. You saw it last week against Bishop Moore. Something was was brewing here for the guys in green. It, I think it was the time when FPC finally bought into the new coach. And I think we've seen a changed team since then. Oh, yeah, and Coach Fish, he's got to be pumped up. He's, he talks about it all the time with us, the doubters, people doubting what they could accomplish uh, this year with this team. and. And uh, as he likes to say, maybe they're proving the doubters wrong. Got to delay a game against the Pirates now. Pushed them back five yards. So minute 17 left to go in the Potato Bowl. A lot of excitement and hype leading into this game. Didn't quite live up to the hype. FBC's going to take this one easily. Among everything else, nine penalties for Kansas. Robbie Daly under the punt. He's going to let it bounce out of bounds at the Matanzas 47-yard line. And uh, another flag on the play. Got to get their numbers up. It's a quota. It's a quota. I've never done a game with this officiating crew where at least one team Hasn't had double-digit figures. And I think they knew that because FPC is at 10 and Matanzas is at 9. Yeah, so when it's that even, there have been a lot of penalties, but when it's that even, you can't really complain about the officiating one way or the other. But, man, the Pirates, they had penalties in some big moments. So that's 10 for Matanzas. For 92 yards, FPC's 10 for 88. So almost dead even. So the Bulldogs will have a first and 10 
from the Pirate. We'll see where they place it after the penalty. From the Pirate 32-yard line. Really, all that's left here is victory formation, although they do line up in the shotgun, three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Marcus Mitchell back out there. Marcus Mitchell gets the football, a little trickery here, and they try a flea flicker to Cody Newton, and it's broken up at the goal line. Zizek on the flea flicker, and you that's that's the definition of we were giving them credit before for maybe not going all goes on the routes on the previous drive. Flea flicker on the final minute of the game of 28 to 9. <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> I, I probably, you know, I'm probably getting paid to actually come up with words. <laughs> FPC feeling themselves a little bit. Some, uh, sometimes it's better not to say anything. Yeah. So there's uh, now uh, Marcus Mitchell out of the game after the trick play. And we're going to get another uh, timeout here. We'll take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County. High School Football on News Radio WNZF and the WNZF Sports Network. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Back here at the ship. So a surprise trick play there from the Bulldogs as they lead 28-9 to with under a minute to go. And now is that Caden Gonzalez still out there? It is. He has the handoff to – and he's stripped – and it might be another turnover for the Bulldogs. And I believe Shamari and Gaines recover that one. So we'll add another turnover. And the Pirates will take over with 47 seconds left. But the outcome already determined in this one as the Bulldogs lead 28-9. to But, see, is it, this is, you know, this is one that means a lot. But on paper... On the on paper, not much. Don't, not doesn't mean a lot on paper, but in the locker room, it means a lot for sure. Pirates begin district play in two weeks against St. Augustine, who was up only seven to six against Menendez, and then remembered, hey, we're St. Augustine, and won forty-four to six. Weston Spindles, old middle school quarterback Dylan Cook, taking the reins for the alma mater last night. They'll be there in two weeks. The Pirates will. At hallowed ground at Foot Sprumley Stadium. Daquan Evans back out there. He has three wide receivers. Fury in the backfield with him. Back to pass. Sets up the screen for Jordan Mills, but uh, that gets gets about five yards. Clock rolls under 40 seconds to go. Second down and four for the Pirates from their own 36-yard line. 13 for 30 for 152 on the night for Evans. Under 20 seconds to go. 
Evans takes the snap back to pass, looks left. Now rolls that way. He's going to get out of the pocket, runs toward the sideline, has a first down, stops the clock at eight seconds as he runs out of bounds. Pirates will have a first down at their own 45-yard line. Evans with 67 yards rushing. Accounted for 219 of the 258 Matanzas yards tonight. This official group right down to the end. Misspotted the ball. <laughs> had to respot it. Put eight, it in a full 48 minutes. Eight seconds to go. Evans in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Throws towards Mills again. Just throws it out of bounds. I had flashbacks, and I'm sure... Tennessee native Matt Forrest is not going to like this to a Florida game a few years back where it wasn't going well for Tennessee, and the pass went right to then-Tennessee coach Derek Dooley, and he caught it, and he spiked it in anger. Uh, it's clearly a game Coach Forrest wants to get, but he has the bigger picture in mind. He knows that there's a lot of season left and some district play, so got to get back right back to work this week. Should be the last play. Evans takes the snap. Uh, fakes the handoff to Fury. Keeps it himself off the right side. Runs out of bounds. And that will do it. The FPC Bulldogs are your 2023 Potato Bowl champions. They defeat the Matanzas Pirates 28-9. We'll be back after these words to put a bow on it. You're listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring. We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. in. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. 
Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's Counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show. And don't miss this exciting show this weekend, the Orange County Republican Executive Club and how they're fighting for our community, our counties, our state, and our country. Our kids' future, it's at stake here. This weekend, brought to you by Shemento Law, Live Workshop Play. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Back here at the ship. The FPC Bulldogs, they have gotten it done. They win the Potato Bowl 28-9 over the Matanzas Pirates. And uh, had to be a disappointing night for the Pirates, Mike, but plenty of season left for them. And on the other side, the Bulldogs, you got to be pumped up, man. Back-to-back wins, 2-1 and one on the season, and looking really good. I bet they wish they could play Swanee next week instead of week one. Yeah, that's right. This FPC team beats that Swanee team, I think. And that's a Swanee team that's probably back, going back to the playoffs again and won 10 games last year. Let's get some stats for you. FPC had 454 yards of total offense, 283 on the ground from Marcus Mitchell and another 11 receiving. He had almost 300 yards of total offense tonight. Caden Gonzalez, 13 of 19, 114 yards passing. Another solid night for him. For Matanzas, 13 of 31 for Daquan Evans, 152 yards. He was also the leading rusher with 10 carries for 77 yards. Pirates out game, 454 to 268. Again, 340 yards rushing. For FPC tonight. Oh, yeah. Just uh, really one of the more dominating performances you'll ever see on the ground from a teaming, from a team led by Marcus Mitchell. And I mentioned that you did start to see a little bit of this last week against Bishop Moore. You know, the elephant emerged, and they seem like an unstoppable team in short yardage situations. But, man, I mean – Marcus Mitchell was unstoppable tonight. You just could not bring that kid down. And uh, just a reminder, Mike, <laughs> a lot more of this to come tomorrow morning at 7.30 on News Radio WNZF, the Richard Mike Sports Show, uh, post-game show. And uh, we'll have stats. We'll have interviews with the coach, possibly Marcus Mitchell, and a whole lot more. Any final words from you, uh, Mike? I think this is just the beginning for Matanzas. You know, I think it's a loss, but it's not the end of your season. 
For FPC, this is just a continuation of the progress Daniel Fish has made since spring. He was dealt a bad hand. He got the job late. Players fled. Had three different quarterbacks coming into the season. And this team has really hit their stride. And I, like I said earlier in the game, I think people are... Uh, players are starting to believe for sure. And I think Daniel Fish has gotten this community to believe. And I, it's all uphill. I think we're, I still think we're going to see both these teams in November. Oh, yeah, very possible. And a big, big season brewing for both these teams. But it was a big night for the FPC Bulldogs. They're your 2023 Potato Bowl champions. They defeat the the Matanzas Pirates 28-9. Next week, we'll be right back here at the ship as the Matanzas Pirates host the Atlantic Sharks. One last time, the final score here tonight, 28-9, Bulldogs over the Pirates. For Mike Licio, Sharon Carroll, and Isabella Papa back at the studio, I'm Rich Carroll. Have a great night, Flagler County. It's time for the biggest sporting event in Flagler County. It's the Potato Bowl. In the blue corner, it's the Matanzas Pirates. In the green corner, it's the FPC Bulldogs. Who will be crowned football champions of Flagler County? Find out next, right here on your home for Flagler County sports. News Talk 94.9 WNZF.